Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yeah. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. What's up, Seminole Headlines podcasters? Thanks so much for listening to the program. As always, the podcast brought to you in part by our friends at the Morgan Law Group. Today, no different. Appreciate them enabling us to do this for you. What else they'll do for you is uh, work hard throughout the state to ensure uh, that the insurance companies are doing the right thing and they're not acting in bad faith. Uh, they will they'll get after the insurer if they are. They'll inspect and assess the loss on your behalf. By the way, they are throughout the state just because an insurance company tells you no or there's a certain amount that they're willing to give out doesn't mean that's the end of the story. Find out more. Go to policyadvocate.com. That'd be policyadvocate.com. Or call 888-904-2524. Onward we go with Seminole Headlines. It's time for Seminole Headlines, presented by Capital City Bank, featuring ESPN Tallahassee's Jeff Cameron, Warchant.com's managing editor, Ira Chauffel, and senior writer, Corey Clark. Your weekly dose of all things FSU, pistols, and pies starts right now. Here's Jeff Cameron. Hour number two, the Seminole Headlines. Headliner questions forthcoming. Thanks for tuning to it. Thanks to Birch Orthodontics for sponsoring Seminole Headlines this particular hour and for being a ride-and-die sponsor. I think uh, when I get the opportunity to explain myself to her after I've been besmirched by Corey in particular 10, 15 times, she may not know the truth of the matter. So <laughs> thankfully, my, my son has an appointment there next week, and I can lend some clarity to what's probably been a very disappointing 24, 48 hours for her. So I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> Hang in sure. there, Birch. Yeah, yeah. So Birch Orthodontics, they're the best. Bring your kids there. Or if you got messed up teeth, bring your old ass in there and they'll help you out. Yeah, we've had, I've had a few adults. In the years we've been, uh, the, Dr. Birch has been sponsoring the program. We have de- several adults ask if, uh, they, if she handles, if they do handle uh, patients that are uh, be- above the, uh, their teenage years, and they certainly do. And the website, birchorthodontics.com, B-U-R-C-H orthodontics.com. You can set up a consultation. It's free. They'll no pressure. They don't have high pressure salespeople. I just refinanced my house, guys, and uh, I dealt I dealt with a few high pressure salespeople. And sure. You don't, so you appreciate it when you don't get that, and you don't get that at Birch Orthodontics, and they have great care as uh, Jeff's kids are seeing right now. And uh, tell them Seminole Headlines sent you because uh, they appreciate the uh, relationship we have. I really and you'll get you get adult, you man. get a thousand dollars off. You get a thousand dollars off if they, you tell them you, headlines. They. You're actually they send that part of the bill to you. Oh, and I and, pay it. Okay, you pay perfect. It. All right, that's great. I'm gonna say I, I did not get a thousand dollars off. What is going on here? <laughs> um, no, I was saying Ira's such an adult. He just breaks out with I just refinanced my house and 
Yeah. I mean, you know, it's just just casual, like yeah, like adults just doing do. adult things. Just doing yeah. adult things. Yep. Hey, man, you you did the big home improvement project, the new flooring. That's a, no, that, did, that's I, impressive I, to me, buddy. Yeah, and now I got to get off my ass and refinance my house. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> Here get we go. That. Michael writes, Corey and Ira, do you think jogged it out there, Jeff's abject failure? <laughs> I, did, I did jog out of the tunnel. Right. Uh, as a coach, could have been salvaged had Kelvin Benjamin alerted him that Coach Andy knows all our plays. Jeff, you've made Moses McRae cry. Hashtag quitting for that ass. Boy, <laughs> Michael just comes out the gate swinging, <laughs> taking shots. That's, I, it's just, it's unfortunate. I, I, you know, I don't want to really rip Norvell, but if you're going to do something like this, you can't have cheating going on. It, def, You know what I mean? It just undervalues what you're trying to uh, preach to your fan base, to your program. And then you got these two Gators. Remember, they both graduated from the University of Florida. Our, 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 a legend like Jeff Cameron no. can't win because they're listening to his play calls. Not only did our guy get saddled with, I mean, a legend – you know who? You know, you know. I'm just nuts. You know, I don't hey, know that saddled is, I, is look, the verb look, you want to use, look, Ira. That's just, not a nice thing to say. I, I just don't know how how interested, how invested that a legend of that stature would be in this process, right. the way a a young you know spry Jeff Cameron would be. But right. but you already had that, and then so what happens if you know they're cheating, and then you make a point to be like, hey man, they're cheating. Then you look like you're you're taking it too seriously. That's the worst. When people do something and then you call them out on it, and then like they're like, "Hey, what's the problem? You know, what, yeah. why, are you, why are you taking it hey, so?" They were just trying to have fun. Exactly. I, uh, I'll say this: I'm, I'm not butt hurt about it. I know you guys are really stinging for me. You, you, you yeah. feel some pain there. I, I moved on the second it happened, the second it was over. I think we should all move on. It's okay. I'll never forget it. I will never I'll also forget it. I'll also tell you that uh, you know I've known Andy for years. But this is the first time that I've ever really got a chance to have meaningful conversations with Andrea Adelson, and I have nothing but wonderful things to say oh, about what a, what a wonderful human being she is. Well, we're not here, she, we're not here for I, all that. I thought she was great. I've had positive interactions <laughs> with her forever. But I don't think she. Was I didn't know this was in I her. I think it was an. I think it was an Andy move. Okay, so, all so right. I played it. Still went along with it though. Still, still went still, along with it. Still, still waters run deep. Yeah. Um, but the. Uh, the one thing I was going to say, oh, but I was going to say, if you had brought us, if you had requested us to come as your towelboys, is mm. which you know might have been suggested last week, then sure. we not only could have hid your signals, but we could have we could have monitored the situation. We could have provided some security. I don't know what then, the towels do, Ira, when they're listening to the plays. Well, I'm saying yeah. we unless we, we're hitting them with our towels. <laughs> <laughs> Stop listening! Stop. <laughs> this is just I'm going to rat tail you. Yes. <laughs> Towel whipping staples. Do people still rat tail each other? Is that a thing uh, anymore? I hope, I've, I've, I hope that died with our generation. It was I've ridiculous. Shown, I've shown it to my kids. Oh and no! It, and it, no, no, like not. I've done it to them. But I've shown like on a chair or something. Like uh, hey, this was this was something fun we used to do at the pool all the time. And okay. yeah, you could actually break a kid's skin with this. Oh, easily, yeah, right? Yeah, easily. If you hit him in the wrong spot, it could be much, much worse. It's awful. It's yeah, awful. It, what's, what's what's weird about it, and, and quite strange, is that that was commonplace. Oh. I mean, everybody yeah. rat tailed the hell out of you. Like, <laughs> I, I did see some dudes get beat the hell out of though. I did see it happen. I mean, you, you rat tail the wrong guy, and he was yep. just start having that. Yep. Yep. And it's good. all. It's, that's good. <laughs> Maybe that's it, what slowed it down. Yeah, yeah. when it hits pure. 
and it, when it just right at the whip, it's there man. There is something good about that sound, though. Uh, <laughs> there is something good about that sound. Let's bring it back. Yeah, Let's when you flush a right. seven iron, when you flush a seven <laughs> iron, it's just kind of similar to that. You, when you got somebody good right on the thigh, or the flush of the cat. Did you guys ever? Did you guys ever shoot paper clips in school, like yeah. um, with rubber bands? Yeah. You, you no, I mean that's break, a Miami thing. You break the paper clip, and then you take a rubber band. And it becomes like a slingshot in your finger, and you can get people's you, eyes out. Well, yeah. you know, not when they're looking and not at their face, but yeah, man, those things could leave a little bit of a, a little welt. <laughs> but yeah, kid, childhood and the childhood in the eighties and the seventies is a little different than twenty twenty. Yeah. David writes, it's hard to swallow that 2021 will be a success if we can climb back to the disappointing record of four years ago, but that's the reality. Six wins are more likely than eight. What changes could happen by fall to have you feeling better about eight wins being more likely than six? They could change. If they get a transfer tackle and that can really play? I mean, that's I, it, right? There's no other yeah. changes that could happen. Yeah, I mean, the NCAA, uh, if the NCAA said, okay, we're no longer going to limit you to 25 new players a year and you you could just somehow bring yeah. in a bunch more players. I mean, that's the problem is, I, you know, I've had a few people say, well, they got to find some more transfers after the spring. They only have one or two spots at most. So it's not like they can, this is who they are. This yeah. roster got here over four or five years and this is where we are. And to his point, yeah, I mean, all the things we talked about in the first hour that are positive and we see going in the right direction are great. But at the end of the day, you gotta have horses. I mean, you, you just have to, have you, you know, you have to go into this knowing twenty twenty one isn't gonna be a special season. You, 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 you're, you're climbing a mountain, man. This is you're at base camp, or you're trying to get to base camp. You're not getting to the peak. You're not getting to Everest with your Sherpa buddy for another couple years at the very least. This is just the start of it. You're getting act. It's what I call acclimating. You're getting the acclim. Ac, uh, I don't know how to say that word. You're acclimating. <laughs> To the to the uh, to the altitude, you got to do that for a few weeks, a few months before you start your climb. Steve writes on Twitter: "Great day to use Seminole headliners. What position group did not have the best outing all spring? How did Jeff fail to call a reverse and scream that one's for you, Bobby?" Steve, I'll answer the last part first. No reverses were allowed for us to uh, to to call. We did not have that on the play sheet, and we did not even have that as a variation of a formation where we could run that play out of it. So it did it didn't happen. Did you have a toss sweep? No, we actually we had counters. We you didn't you had I've got the play sheet over here, boys. Would you like me to get the play I mean, sheet? I, I just feel yeah, go ahead no. and get it. No, I, I get I can get the play. Well, I'll, I, was, okay. I was just gonna say I was just thinking you could put a little you could have like as the, the guys are going out of the field, just we had outside pull, zone, inside pull, zone counter. You could have pulled a receiver in a in the quarterback over and said, Hey, I know what the call was, but let's add a little wrinkle as they're going out onto the field. Right. Yeah, that might have been frowned upon. But I, I would also <laughs> say this. I'd also say this. I did call four verts, but somebody held the ball. And, you know, right. I mean, you can't hold the ball when you got four receivers out in the route. It's, Just um, throw it. Maybe one of them will make a play. Got Well, got to make a play there. But, you know, these kids are learning. And, yeah. uh, you yeah. know, I think that uh, they'll process information a little bit quicker as this he might process have been nervous. goes along. He might have been nervous playing for you. That's true. Yeah. Kyle you don't think Rice. about him. Hello, guys. With the streak likely ending this year of winning at least 40 games, it's clearly talking about baseball, do you think the accomplishment will ever be matched or broken? And it has to be one of the more impressive streaks in college sports, right? Thanks for all you guys do. Yeah, I mean, it won't, they, 
they won't reach it because uh, they they won't play enough games. Plus, they I don't play enough games. They're I don't think they're quite good enough um, to get to forty unless they go and run the postseason. But yeah, man, what what is it? Forty years in a row or close to it? There's nobody that's going to reach that again. That's impossible. That's an impossibility. It's an impossibility to win forty straight games, forty games for forty straight years. Yeah, no, that seems, will never happen again. Yeah, seems highly unlikely. Ryan writes, hello, gentlemen. Jeff, was it you or Gene that gave up the defensive coverage that allowed the Gator grads to win? Just kidding. Since you were on the sidelines, who stood out the most to you as a leader to the other players? Also, Corey, rolling out there, Roy, as a retirement ceremony planned, will you attend? Uh, <laughs> now, I, <laughs> I'll appreciate uh, I, it from afar. Yeah, I, I, I think it's the usual sus- suspects in terms of the leaders that I saw, but also... I do think the players on the defensive side look up to Jermaine Johnson. I, I want to say that seems readily apparent. Um, there's a there's actually a cool moment on the sideline where he wasn't in the game. It was after he he came out and went to the injury tent briefly, and then he was on the sideline. And uh, there was a play, and somebody on the defense I can't remember it was one of the one of the defensive backs, one of the younger defensive backs, came to the sideline after his play, and you know he, he did he didn't I don't know if he missed the tackle. He just didn't wasn't a good play. When he came over to the sideline, Jermaine Johnson like put his hand on the kid's helmet. It was just like talking to him like 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 a dad and a son kind of. And it's just like, man, that guy's only been here for three months. And he's treating, you know, this younger kid like it's, you know, like his protege. I mean, it's just kind of cool to see that that dynamic you're talking about. That kid's awesome. I, yeah. I mean, I, I, I will say that openly. Uh, he knows that he's being looked upon not only to make plays because he's a playmaker and he's a big, strong kid and he's better than anybody else we have on that defense, but also because he knows he has to lead and kind of show the way and he's not afraid to do it. He didn't, he didn't seem to be burdened by that. I asked him about that. And he's like, no, no, I mean, I want Florida State to be good. He's like, I want to be part of the reason that Florida State's good again. I want to be a catalyst for when, when people look back, hey, you remember that group that had so-and-so and so-and-so? He goes, I want my name mentioned with that. That's cool. I mean, that's accepting a yeah. role. That's that's taking on a responsibility. Uh, Seminole Headlines, 97.9 ESPN Radio continues in a moment. Seminole Headlines will take a breather. More next. Seminole Headlines returns now on 97.9 ESPN Radio. All right, more headliner questions as we roll on. Robert writes, hey, guys, Pastor, President, if you could see anybody in concert, who would you want to see? Also, who is your all-time favorite Seminole to cover in any sport? Thanks again. Love the show. Oh, good question, Robert. You want to start with uh, a group all-time that you'd, you'd like to see? Ira, you did get to see the who, right? No. You didn't go? Pandemic. Yeah. Well, let's get our ass out the door here, Ira. Let's go. We're all vaxxed up. Yeah. It's time for you to go see the who the second I'm they go you. back on tour. Okay. All right. Um, uh, <clears throat> that's your answer. Yeah, I would, I would, yeah, I'm trying to think if, um, like part of me thinks going to a Floyd show would have been awesome, but, oh yeah, uh, yeah. but yeah, I guess it depends on how much you've, you know, partaken. it doesn't, it doesn't, don't be that guy. You don't have to be high to enjoy Pink Floyd. I saw the Roger Waters wall concert yep, yep, twice. Yep. I wasn't high. It's awesome. It's an awesome experience. It costs way too much money, but at least you see it. Like there, there's some stage value, a lot of stage yeah. value. They put yeah. a lot of money into that. You don't have to be high. No, so I, 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 love, I love that album, Dead Sober. Either, yeah. either way. There were so, there yeah. were people around me that might have been partaking, <laughs> but this guy wasn't. I wasn't about that life. I don't know if I, I, you know, weirdly because I went to I didn't go to school with them, but I went to their school. I never got to see REM, and I always thought I would. And then they broke up, and they're not going to ever get back together. 
How the hell did you not go see REM? What's wrong with you? They didn't tour a lot back when I had money enough to go watch them. They just they didn't tour a lot, and then they broke up. My answer uh, to the question there from um, Anson. Did you yeah. ever get to see Anson? No, I didn't get to see Anson. Oh, that's a good point. That's a good point. Or who were those two brothers with the blonde hair? The Nelsons? The Nelsons? Um, twi- the Nelson yeah. twins. Uh, Corey, we could have gone to see the Nelsons. Or Extreme. That would have been more than words. Yeah. Are you kidding yeah. me? Yeah. We, oh to be in the front row for more than yeah. words. With our lighters? Sure. I guess, yeah, we'd have our cell phones now. But whatever it would be, it's the Extreme. Yeah. We're on a roll there. Faster Pussycat. Great. Uh, great. Yeah. Uh, Millie Vanilli would have been great. Uh, uh, yeah. you know, just as long as they're not singing. Uh, the Scorps. Yeah, mm. we just never really got, you know. And that, that, whole, that whole era. Uh, to answer the question seriously, I would have said the replacements, although I have seen Paul Westerberg solo, so that kind of made up for it. Uh, favorite symbol of the cover? I mean, I, I, my always my, my immediate answer is always Devin Travis. That's always the first name that comes right to mind. Terrence Brooks is another one that was, uh, that was uh, I mean, Terrence there's been a, there's been a ton of them though, man, but Leon, Leon those, Washington two always, those two always leap to mind for me. Yeah. I'll, I'll go with Leon Washington. There are a lot of there's a lot of really good guys over the years that have been fun to cover. I, I don't know. I tend to go with Leon Washington as well. Uh, Russell writes after spring practice and just inside look at the play calling the organization. What are your feelings about our defense? Hey, we have not stressed this enough. Did they not look organized and yeah. aggressive? They fought through blocks. They were in the right spots. They came up and made tackles. I actually was very impressed with the defense in the spring game, and I was I've been most worried about that. So, man, I got to tell you. Um, I have hope. I have hope where I had none prior. So that that's something the spring game did. Yeah, and they the first team defense uh, gave up what the the two touchdowns. One was a, a fourth and one call where I guess the the referee screened the guy that should have been guarding McLean anyway. Ran into him, but that was also a really good play call. You weren't expecting that on fourth and one. Sometimes that happens. And the other touchdown was Milton dropping in, you know, Tom Brady type throws. I mean, they were there. They were there. They were in the picture. They made, they made the offense have to go make plays instead of letting Bailey Hawkman pick you apart like he's Steve Young. Yeah, it's and I think ridiculous what it looked like. And then yeah. that, I thought that was a huge upgrade for them. Yeah, and I, no, I definitely think so. I agree with you to your point, Jeff. I, you didn't see as many freebies or cheapies as what we saw last season or the season before. On the other side of it, though, I would just say that there's not a ton of impact plays either. You know, yeah. there's not a ton of guys that just blow up a, a guard or blow up, uh, you know, or just separate yes, guys yes. to the bottom. So I think they might be a defense that at least doesn't give up the just the ridiculous touchdowns we saw in so many games last year. Louisville comes to mind. Um, but, you know, I also don't think, I don't think any of us think they're going to be a dominating unit. Right. Well, like we said, just look coordinated. Like yeah. we said all last year, if you just look coordinated, that's a step, a positive they step. Did. They look coordinated this Saturday. That was good. Austin writes as punishment for losing. Jeff should have to sing Creed at Horizons. As Corey and Ira win while the TV plays a heartfelt tribute to Roy Williams. Old Roy would probably get better results than Jeff Bowden Cameron anyway. Hashtag Ira is my new favorite. You see how it works, Jeff? Like, yeah, you, yeah. Don't, you don't understand what Jeff Bowden was going through. You know what I mean? Like It might have been a great play calls and just nothing was getting executed. I haven't checked, but I'm going to guess the Facebook prompt might have suggested perhaps questions <laughs> of this type. I, I don't no, know. I, I did not it's, write them for the first time in the I'm headlines. Gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm about to scroll up and check it because I've seen 
I'm sensing a theme. But understand, wondering that yeah. for the first time in the headlines history, I did not write the or Shanna. The two, one of us two did not write the Facebook post uh, okay, for the prompt. So, Ira did last night. So because, just as a, well, why, as a sample, why was, Ira. Why that was though was because I texted Corey like at nine o'clock. I'm like, hey, dude, because and he gets mad at me whenever I ask him about the question. I, and he's like, hey, I need you to do it. I'm I'm at the Braves game with Brady, which is cool. But you know that that didn't just spring up on him. He knew it was going to happen, well, and right, uh, sure. so I had to I had to post it. And Jeff, you know, look, man, I just try to keep up with his tradition of taking yeah. shots. Taking yeah. shots. I was, yeah. I was trying to well, do what I'm, Corey would have done if he had done his job. Um, there, there's one funny thing here, and sorry, Gene Deckeroff, I love you, brother, but I've got to answer Miles' question directly Rolling. since he came out singing. Rolling. Here you go. So Miles writes, fellas, fellas, I haven't seen a worse offensive coordinator at Doe Campbell Stadium since Jeff Bowden. You trot out a third stringer. So first of all, stop it. Mac. There you go. You get to hear that. I'll have to get it up. So he says, first of all, you trot out a third stringer. Like I had a choice. What do you want me to do? I couldn't <laughs> pick the quarterback. So then that's the first thing. So that kind of defends Gene here, but now I'm not. He says, you predictably get sacked when you follow that up with a third and we run up the middle. Okay, so Gene wanted to take a shot down the field in honor of Bobby Bowden. And he told me before the first series he was going to call the first series. I said, all right, Gene, but I have a suspicion, given your affinity for Bobby Bowden, they're going to expect the deep ball. Gene says, well, I'm throwing it deep. (laughs) Okay, so they brought pressure, partly because they knew that call was coming, and they heard us call it. (laughs) <laughs> so they bring so so then they bring pressure and there's a sack. So now it's second and seventeen, and Gene calls a counter. Now I'm always going to defer to Gene because he's a legend and he has been doing this longer than I could dream of doing it. So I said, "Are you sure?" He said, "Yes." That play that play didn't work. Now <laughs> it did not now, work. It's now third and eighteen, and he says, "Let's run the screen at him." I'm figuring they're going to guess the screen's coming. Now I know they know the screen's coming in retrospect, but that play got blown up <laughs> as if they knew it was coming and we had to punt. So, Miles, you can take your shots elsewhere, pal. That's my <laughs> other OC. I, like, <laughs> I thought we were going to I thought we were going to have to wait for you to write your memoir to to really out <laughs> Zeckerhoff. And and I also want to remind you that Corey and I offered last week to divert him away from the field. We are First, we offered to be towel boys to protect from the cheaters, yeah. and we offered to keep Decker off out of your hair. Well, you know, out of your out of your uh, play calling, mm-hmm. and you 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 declined. You didn't pursue it. So this is really all. Dis- I didn't want to disrespect Gene Decker off like that. I mean, I just felt like he's owed better well, than that. Well, guess what? You just did. No, <laughs> 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 oh, no, that was one series. Mm. Hey, a little here, here's a little insight, Corey. When you're calling plays, they don't all work, buddy. That's right. All, That's right. I mean, they're not all gonna. They don't bat a hundred, a thousand. It's, you know, sometimes teams punt. If you watch football, yeah. it happens. Alabama punts sometimes. It yeah. Happens. Well, Jeff, Jeff Cameron's teams. <laughs> I know what they don't do. They don't <laughs> score touchdowns. Well, they don't make field goals either because they get put in position, <laughs> and uh, you got to execute. Players got to execute, guys. Remember, we yep. all went to that famous Jimbo press conference. Oh, just got to execute better. Yep, execution. Plays are there, guys. We just got to yeah, execute. That would have been your press conference Saturday. Yeah, that would have been would awesome. Be like, some of the plays were there, guys. That's all I'm going to say. Go back and look at the tape. Go back yep. and look at the tape. Well, that's out the gate. Execute. Again, I can't stress to you how out of the gate it was. <laughs> yeah. The gate was swinging open. Well, if we can pause the film right here, you'll see that the brilliance of this play call 
is that we've got two blockers out here on a linebacker, and the safeties had to go cover the the, the wide side. I'm walking into the end zone yeah, here. If, if my guard just gets a finger on that defensive tackle. <laughs> just and now understand, they also knew what play was coming. It still didn't yeah. matter. That's how good a play call it was. It was still The gate was still wide open. Seminole Headlines continues in a moment. Seminole Headlines will take a breather. More next. Seminole Headlines returns now on 97.9 ESPN Radio. Well, we're going to switch the headliner questions over to Twitter, where I think there may be some civility. Who's ever said that about Twitter? <laughs> Nobody. And I, and I also that? think you're wrong. I think you're probably right. <laughs> I think I'm wrong. But you know, the you prompt, can't go the wrong, prompt, doing, the You can't go wrong going to Horizon Horizon's Bar and Grill, buddy. You can't. It's the best. Okay, Corey. Uh, all right, go ahead. Sorry. Sorry about that. I was going to say the prompt might be similar on Twitter as well. But but to Horizons Bar and Grill, yeah, man, I was out. I was actually there over the weekend. Got some pickup. It was awesome. Kim. Did you go uh, Saturday after the game? Did you go Saturday after the I game? Think, no, I think we went Friday evening. Um, okay. And it was, uh, but we got carry out again. Family's still not totally down with eating in uh, in person, but uh, it was awesome. And uh, Kim, she she the mashed potatoes. She used to love the 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 um, the mixed vegetables at their old location. Mm. But uh, she had the mashed potatoes and green beans, I think it was the size with her chicken dish. And she's like, I really could just have the mashed potatoes. Like, just give me a box of the mashed potatoes. They're unbelievable. And uh, and then Alexa and I did the uh, the chicken sandwich, the 38 uh, fried chicken sandwich, which is it's the yeah, best chicken really sandwich good. in town. It's really good. Yeah, it's good. It really is good. Well, it's all good. You guys all know it. And the TVs are everywhere. It's nice. It's clean. It's a cool outside area. It's a cool plaza to be in. There's nothing wrong. There's nothing not good about Horizons. Everything's working there. They do a great job. But I was going to say to you guys, so go. Tell, Ira, tell them where it is real quick. Bannerman Crossing. It's the uh, off of uh, Thomasville Road at Bannerman Road, back there in that shopping center. There's a lot of other cool places, but none of them as cool as uh, Horizons. Yeah, don't forget the pimento cheese now. They do some wonderful things with that pimento cheese. But I was going to say, so I talked to Kyle, one of our guys there at Horizons, talking about our get-together, whatever we're going to do, our headliners appreciation party. And my thought was, and he didn't disagree, so this might be where we go. So a game weekend, say the Notre Dame weekend, they normally close at Friday night at 10 o'clock. But he would he said there's a chance that maybe they close at 10, and that's when the headlines party starts. Why are From you trying to have this party till 2 o'clock in the morning, Corey? What are we doing here, man? I mean, We all got to work the next day. Let's no, we about. don't. They don't have a game on Saturday. We don't have to do anything on Saturday. And the you thought being Notre Dame game weekend, didn't you? They're playing yeah, Monday, uh, they Sunday play night. Sunday. So we okay. wouldn't have a game on Saturday. But also the fact that uh um you know it, it lets it be our people and just our people, as opposed to these random diners. And there'll be and they're not <laughs> random, there's a lot of them. It's a crowded yeah. Friday night, and they have their own little get down in that plaza. The downtown get down is in that plaza. So if we got everybody out of there and just the headliners showed up and we knew everybody that was there was there for us, buddy. Corey, Corey is getting awfully exclusionary here. He's just decided that these yeah. riffraff can't be rolling on into it's, the party. Don't want them. Don't want them. It's been coming for a while, Jeff. It's been coming for a while. <laughs> It'd actually be cool if it was just the three of us in there by ourselves. Yeah, actually, I'm down with that. <laughs> yeah, and we just zoom. People can zoom in if we they want to see us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they can drive by. At the bar but hey, so we we are going to do something there for it. We just have to. That's one option. It didn't seem to go over too well with you, old fogies. I know you're both fifty, but geez, I, I loved then, it. 
I love it. And then uh, you'll you'll also live like a half a mile from there. Like it would be perfect for you guys. But uh, well, we are going to figure out something for the headliners uh, at Horizons at some point. Uh, Walter writes, Chubb has been okayed for summer workouts. Any hopes of his progression versus Milton and Travis? Um, well, he's, if Walter, if you think he's going to catch those two guys, the answer is a resounding no. Uh, I, I will Not yet, but I will say this. He was out there to start spring, and he yeah. seemed to be throwing the ball just fine. In terms of arm strength, we could see that I actually think he has the best arm of anybody out there. Um, but you know, we really didn't get to see competition because just as soon as it started, it ended for him. And he, and he, you know, I, I, how tall is he? Is he six two? Yeah, I think that's what he's listed at six one or six two. Six yeah. one, six two. I, you know, the one thing I would say that you know, with Jordan and McKenzie, and and, and not that Jordan's they're not tiny, big guys, yeah, but but yeah, they're not big guys. And the one thing I do like about Tate when you see Tate out there, you know, you like to, and we saw it earlier in the spring. You see the benefit of having a six-four quarterback. I mean, he can sure. see things from the pocket, and that was one of the things Kenny Dillingham mentioned today. That you know, Travis and McKenzie both have to get better about seeing things from the pocket, which is going to be the challenge with those shorter quarterbacks. So Chuba, I mean, he's going to be a factor, especially in the twenty twenty-two. But yeah, it seems very unlikely he'd catch those guys for twenty twenty-one. Yeah, I got to, uh, I got to say, there is that drawback that there are limitations that our quarterback segment that, that can't go away and neither have a great arm and neither are going to grow two or three inches when we start the fall. Now they have abilities, but you're going to have to, I wonder, I don't know. Did you guys, I, there's no way to get him to expound on that, but I don't know how you get better. I've never played quarterback. So I don't know how you get better. If you're six feet tall, you're going to be six feet tall. How are you going to begin to see things better from the pocket? Well, I mean, I how, like, how does Drew Brees do it? I mean, no, I, I know. He, well, he, yeah, he, he, you're talking about an outlier, and you're talking about yeah. a guy that's a Hall of Famer. But I, I don't know. There are quarterbacks, obviously, in the history of the game that have done it. But traditionally speaking, that is a hindrance. Yeah, and you see it. Like I said, you see it with with Tate. That is one benefit you'd have to a, a taller guy. Um, and you know, Chubb has got a you know a better frame as well. So, um, but you know, those guys, you know, and that's the thing. I mean, we're all impressed with what they have right now, and 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 as we started the show, we think they're in a better place from a quarterback position than they've been in years. Um, but it's not, you know, we're also not, it's not like they have Trevor Lawrence and that DJ, whatever his name is. I mean, it's there, there is somewhat of a ceiling, you know, for what these guys are just because of what they are as, as traditional quarterbacks, but there's a lot of things they can do that other guys can't do. Uh, I've been told here that uh, wheel route Cameron is in the tent of suspicion. Uh, that's not a question. Yeah. That's just a, it's just an observation. <laughs> um, also, uh, Sherlock, also known as PH Noel, wants to know why didn't anyone on Jeff's sidelines do a coach Staples is calling our plays? I like Kelvin Benjamin. I think that I bring that up already. Um, Chad basically sides with you, Ira. I'm not allowed to eat good sausage like Winchester <laughs> sausage ever again. Um, Ooh. Matt says, in honor of Jeff's coaching failure, I'm going to stop reading right there. Uh, <laughs> so maybe, maybe Twitter's not going to be. Uh, no, yeah. uh, Why don't we go back to Facebook? I don't know that we got to answer any more questions, really. I mean, it doesn't, <laughs> feel like, doesn't feel like we're getting in here with this. I mean, a lot of repeat observations. Um, Look, man, here's the thing. This is like, you know, Jeff, in, in our world, you're like the homecoming king, right? So, like, when the homecoming king has something bad happen to him. Everybody's got to take their shots. Yeah. So, the homecoming so king, like, basically <laughs> himself in the middle of science class. 
Dude, here's your problem with this because we're running up against three o'clock and you're cursing and we've got to do edits. Sorry, I'm a pro. I'm a pro. This is hour number two. You got time. So that's why it's so like it's not just that you 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 did it for us all to see, uh, which you know it's good. Yeah, it knocked you down a peg or two, Jeff. That that's why people are taking. You know, it comes from a place of love. I'm hearing I'm about. Not, I'm not hurt. I'm just talking about redundancy, boys. It's okay. You know, right. I mean, you know, I've I heard can... Maryland is a problem. That was eight years ago I said that. <laughs> it's still well, a part of my abs- daily life. That was an absurd evaluation of that contest. <laughs> All right. <laughs> sure. <laughs> See, I can't, I can't win. It's always going to be a part of my life. Like that squirrel. That squirrel was oh. nine years ago. People, your yeah. wife, all she ever does is text me pictures or news stories of squirrels. That was a, an animal attack on a human being. That's nobody blames you for that. Uh, but people have fun at his expense from it. Yeah, just like they're doing with you, buddy. Welcome to the Corey Clark world. It's good yeah, to see the it's, homecoming king get get yeah. uh, pantsed every once in a while. That's true. Your that's life's true. been I too good, I, man. It's been I too I privileged. I, I just don't. I just don't understand that if you're going to point out the negative guys. I mean, I I really engineered some. Very dominant efforts on defense up until that last series when we got caught with some personnel problems, and I can't say as to who called that play. So, I mean, people are making a lot of assumptions. That's all I'm saying. They're making a lot of assumptions. Seminole Headlines, I just think that ESPN Radio continues in a moment. Seminole Headlines will take a breather. More next. Seminole Headlines returns now on 97.9 ESPN Radio. Wrapping it up, but plenty of time for more questions. Ryan writes, Ira, you're Milton. Cameron is Travis, and Corey is Tate. Ooh, Corey, that hurts. No, tell me why you should be. <laughs> tell me why you should be the starter. <laughs> well, I, well, I shouldn't. So I'll see the I'll, I'll see the floor to you two. Uh, Corey's like, oh man, he's like, uh, what do they what do they say in Congress when they like? I give my time to yeah, uh, yeah, the yeah, senator from my time to you guys. Yeah, you guys go ahead. Um. Look, man, it's pretty obvious, uh, you know, 20, 23, 24 straight victories. I can't even remember how many straight <laughs> victories I had. It was either 23 or 24. Uh, took, took UCF. That program was – it was a it was a, a camp, campus at the end of a dirt road. They had a trailer mm. for an athletic department till I showed up. I came from Hawaii, the prince from Hawaii. I saved that program, build it back up, sacrificed my leg for it, come back two years – when everybody said I couldn't do it, come back two years later. Tell them, show, Casey. Tell him, show, Casey. You, show you in the spring game what I'm all about. I'm a gamer. I'm not worried about practice. We talk yep. about practice. And you're going to think about putting this kid who, I don't know, man, did he finish Look. a game in 2020? So it's a pretty obvious choice. Boy, I couldn't help. just make his case as McKenzie. Man, he had to take shots at Jordan yeah. Travis. Well, that's safe. That's <laughs> well, what Ira does. Man, that's just unbelievable. He couldn't just tout his wares. He had to go after everybody else. I was tell you this. I was tell you this. Uh, Corey, as Tate, was right to seed the floor. And I will note that while McKenzie Milton is a much more accomplished than, accomplished quarterback than myself, um, you know, I have the heart and soul of this team on my side. I sacrificed my body for this team, not UCF. I wasn't out there in some Mickey Mouse program like UCF. I was at the Florida State University. Tell him, Jay Trapp. Tell him, Jay Trapp. Sacrificing my body on a weekly basis with no offensive line to speak of because I love the garnet and the gold. And these kids love me. We're going to welcome this Kim in for some depth purposes. But I think we know who the playmaker of this quarterbacking group is. And I'll be Absolutely. there this fall. Mm. I'm just going to be the hype man. <laughs> the hype man for both of you. 
So uh, I do like that you're in the corner being the hype man because there's no other way for you to get into this <laughs> argument. I'm not involved otherwise. Uh, Brian writes, what is more, most likely in the next three years, an Atlantic Division title or a new ACC television deal? Yeah, where are we think, at with that, Ira? Is it going to be the that, television deal? Yeah, I think that's more likely. I think uh, so too, yeah. yeah, and that actually, I think Comcast's deal with the ACC is, or with the ESPN is coming up, I think, in the next year, next eight to ten months. Feels and like we've so, been saying that for five years. Can we I think it this? is. I think Come it could on. be sooner. It could be sooner than that. But yeah, when that that that's gonna that'll uh, give the ACC an opportunity to kind of renegotiate, and they've got a new commissioner who I think is really pushing that uh, message and agenda. So. Yeah, I think that's that's that. I think I do think that's going to happen within the next few months. Uh, an Atlantic Division title in football. I mean, gonna. I don't think I don't think three years is crazy. I mean, Clemson no. can't have a stranglehold on it for a decade. Florida like, State did. Uh, well, sure, but that was when they entered the league. You you would think that Florida yeah. State. You just think the way you like the way it's trending a little bit, right? Like maybe recruits will stop. Maybe Dabo has done some things in the last year, year and a half, and said some things that might not, you know, correct play too well with some of the people he's recruiting. And then also, I think Mike Norvell seems to have some momentum going. So maybe these rosters will, well, not flip. Clemson's never going to be, you know, 2019 <clears throat> Florida State, but uh, not while Dabo's there. But maybe you catch them. Maybe you get closer to them. And we're, we're, we're talking about the 2023 ACC championship game. One thing I did want to mention on that note about what Norvell's building and, and you know, the, those youth camps that he's going to be doing now so across smart. the state. I mean, so the deal is they're going to hold these youth camps for kids under eighth grade because at eighth grade you become a, a quote unquote recruitable athlete. But but it's it, it is smart. I agree. But it also shows that, man, this guy really thinks he's here for the long haul. Like that's an investment that may yeah. not pay off for two or three or four years. But, but co- having those camps in those communities, going to Orlando and Jacksonville, wherever, and coaching those kids when they're in middle school, that's going to get them to want to come to your camp in, when they're in high school, and that's going to pay off down the road. I, it's cool. It's not just cool that he's doing it smart, and I think it's good, but it, it also shows that that he isn't here to just try to flip this and move on. Not that you would, but but it's a commitment that you know it's it's cool to see. I'll tell you this much. I, I do get the sense that he understands, obviously, this is a four-year type thing to, to get to where they want to go. Like I think he understands they're not where they need to be, and he's committed to the process of turning that around. Obviously, what kind of success he has this year will help begin to dictate how, how accelerated that can happen. To Corey's point, trying to, to be a 2023 ACC championship caliber team, but either way, I, I do think he is here for the long haul, and not because I think that all Knowles everywhere want that to be the case because they want stability. They need stability. But I don't think you take this job on the heels of two coaches, um, you know, one, one leaving you in the lurch, the other being fired in such a short period of time. I don't think you take this job thinking to yourself, oh, well, I'll have him winning again in two years. I think you have to know that the set of circumstances you're inheriting dictates that there's no way that could happen. You know, you look at all these programs that fire coaches uh, in succession, you know, com- close together, they're not like winning the next year or the year after. It's usually it takes a few years to get to that place. So I think he came in knowing this is going to be an uphill climb. It's going to take a little time. 
Well, and I, I was just going to say, too, though, you know, they announced their camps. I think that was today, right? The, right. Today. Because yeah. now they know the dead period is done and the, they know when they can start recruiting kids again. And so they have – I don't remember other places having camps like this. They have a they have a mega camp one day. They have a seven-on-seven, a big man, big man camp a week later, individual camps, QB camp, kicking camp. They have five different camps, uh, which I don't think is normal. But then Luther Campbell, uh, Ryan Barto, what, what what is he? Is the director Correct. of like high school relations? Is that what Correct. he is? Correct. Yeah, he replaced uh, Carlos Lachlan, who left to take a job on the field. So our man Uncle Luke Luther Campbell uh, tweets at him today and says, "Thank you for the camp information. See, this is the reason I call you the goat. You text, you tweet, you establish a relationship with your coaches. Others don't. The difference between good recruiting and bad recruiting. Now we can all roll our eyes at Luther Campbell. Lord knows, and the we three should of us have done that many, many times, but." It does. I mean, South Florida is really important. Establishing hey, relationships is really important. Hey, he's as much a reason as anybody else that they got in with Miami Central and Dalvin Cook and Devontae Absolutely. Franklin. It's a big deal. And if you have that guy on your side, it is not a bad thing at all. And sure. so it just shows, again. And the, Andy, uh, adding Randy, Randy Sheehan into the staff yeah, is another step in that direction. There's, a for, there's some foresight here. And there's some things that I really do think. You know, maybe maybe in three years this this roster is loaded with NFL guys again. Maybe it can flip that quickly. It did with Jimbo, and this guy does seem to kind of know what he's doing when it comes to recruiting. He just didn't have the built-in um, advantage that Jimbo had of being here while it, for an assistant. And then also Jimbo had recruited Florida forever, and Norvell just hadn't. And he didn't have to, you know, deal with a global pandemic. Kevin sure. writes, gents, very detailed question here. Is Demory Tate still a thing? <laughs> He is still a thing. That is a quick and concise question. Uh, yeah, he was actually there. Uh, I think he was at the game with his foot in the cast. He had a foot injury at the beginning of the spring. He was there for the first day or two, yeah. and he uh, had a foot injury. Yeah, because we saw him. And then um, had a foot injury, and I don't know if he's going to be back for the fall or not. I mean, I think it was a significant foot injury, but um, really talented cornerback. Uh, the good thing is they've got a lot of defensive backs, so it's not like a huge position need. But he was the top-rated kid in that last class, so they definitely like to get him back at some point. Uh, as we wrap it up, I think we could uh, all agree that, to me, they're going to – I think if there's a segment on the field that they're going to be good uh, and we can predict that they're going to – you know, they're going to accomplish something and play well, I think it is defensive backfield. I, I think they've right. got a lot of bodies to throw at the problem, a lot of talent to throw at the problem. It'll create that level of competition we were talking about earlier, Corey, at quarterback. Yeah. You know, that's going to happen in the secondary to get out there and play a significant role for this defense in the back end. You're going to have to go to war with some really talented guys. You just got done doing it in the spring and you're going to do it again in the fall. And, and with even more bodies, that should be interesting. I think they're going to be legitimately good in the secondary. And I haven't been excited about really any segment on this team in a long time. So I'll say that just coming yeah, off the yeah, back. And I was going to, you know, I was going to say this, like if you start just going down the list, Jarvis Brownlee, Travis J, Renardo Green wasn't out there. Miko Dotson, if we ever see him. Demory Tate, if we ever see him. But then you also have Adam Fuller was asked today about guys that had stood out, and he said Sidney Williams. And, and that's that somebody kid. you don't even think about, and that kid is, looked really good when I saw him. Yeah, he's, he's somebody you don't even think about. You saw the Knowles kid step up right Yeah, Knowles, back. Akeem Dent, um, yeah. and on and on, uh, Brendan Gant. Jarian Jones. Jarian Jones. Would if I if I listed those names, would you look at those names and said that guy can't play to any of them? No. You know what I mean? Like Akeem Dent was bad last year, but I think we all think he's got something in him. And yeah. I think you say that about all those guys. So yeah, man, it's gonna be really hard 
to even get on the field. And if you are on the field, as long as there aren't injuries, and if you are on the field, you must have had a really good camp, and you must be playing yeah. pretty darn well. It's a good, it's a good spot to be in. They need a pass rush, and they got one guy that can do it. Um, but uh, yeah, man, I think the secondary, uh, and I, you know, I know they gave up some plays even on Saturday, but I thought I was pretty impressed with the, the secondary. The, the se- secondary is going to be good. Uh, the, the key yeah. will be if they get the, the key will be whether or not they get pressure up front. Somebody asked me. I was on a, a radio show, I think, out of Jacksonville yesterday, and they asked me, "Okay, well, who's the other defensive end that's going to step up to go with Jermaine Johnson?" And I was like, "I man, I got no. Well, they don't really have one. I mean, they're hoping Derek McClendon takes that next step, but I, I mean, I, you know, you just haven't no, seen. You're going to so. have to engineer pressure in other ways if you, right. if you want to get it from anybody else, and, and and that's possible, by the way. There are no rules against it. Some defensive coordinators inherit a bad hand and do find ways to get pressure, so it's not against the rules. Uh, good work, Ira. Good work, Corey. Thanks to all of you guys. Be well. We'll talk to you soon. And, uh, yeah, that's it. Bye. Be good. Love you. Love you, man. Love you. Seminal headlines on 97.9 ESPN Radio. Get more from Jeff, Corey, and Ira via iTunes and in the 97.9 ESPN Radio Audio Vault. This has been a production of 97.9 ESPN Radio, Tallahassee Sports Monster.